hardship no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. When we had a guest to say there was this guy who came into the church, he was an arm robber, Hadin arm robber. I didn't know. He came with his own agenda. But the power of God arrested him. And after service, he has to walk to me and give his life to Christ. That very night, we have to find a way to let him escape because if he stays, it will be dangerous. So he has to go to somewhere far away to prepare himself for the Lord. Not running away from the police. That's not what I mean. I don't want to go into some details. So when I said that you are made at this, you want to hear more. I will not tell you. I'm a counselor. So we release him. And the Lord was with him. To cut a long story short, today is an evangelist for the God, for God. He is ministry to his own colleagues. You cannot go in there to tell them about Christ. Who dare you to step in that place? But he can enter in there and tell them about the love of Jesus. Recently, we have to gather clothes and other things for him, for his prison visitations and for all those things. He's been able to have his group, those that were like him, Hardin and West, and now they are put together a team and they are going around propagating the gospel. Are you getting what I am saying? You walk around and you look at people and he say, ah, you, you can listen to me, the prostitute by the roadside me, Jesus. When did you preach to somebody about Christ? When did you tell that prostitute, God loves you and God is calling you to the church. You only insult them every day you pass by them. Are you? Have you ever tell somebody Jesus love you? The devil has stolen that person. He has is killing that person. He is destroying that person. And you go on top and go and tell them you are the worst sinners. You are going to hell. That is our problem. So Christianity is not helping to restore. I always look at myself. Listen, the devil stole me in drink. He stole me with women. I was telling you last week here, and some of you will look at me, and then you'll be looking at me, and all those things. Look at how handsome I am, and look at how cute I am. You think, you think the devil, you think the devil wants uh, uh, bad things? He looks for the nicest things to attract. And he was using us as toys in his hands. What have you dr- we drank before? What have man after spoken for? Where, what has man never changed before? They were doing a, a documentary about my life and, and they, called, they called MC to interview him because he was my childhood friend. The guy knows me in and out. And, and when he was giving them, he, he was saying so many things and people said, hey! The issue is that if it has not been for the Lord, Today I am preaching to you, oh, my pastor is Pastor Ismail and my pastor is like this. But do you know who God picked do you really have an idea? I was stunned by the devil. The devil was killing me. I have gone through so many. I have survived different kinds of sickness and disease. I have suffered so many things. Listen to me. I am not far from HIV. Yeah. 
So if the Lord in his mercy can deliver you. I don't want to use you so that tomorrow you say pastor I was talking about me. I'm using myself. So that you stay in your holiness. But I always will tell God how he picked me from nowhere. Why he picked me without nothing? How he picked me when I look useless? Why he picked me when I look foolish? Why he picked me when I was nothing in anywhere in the ghetto and whatever? But hear me, somebody. God takes the foolishness of this world to confront the wise and to confront the mighty. It does not matter what man says about your life. The Lord is calling you back unto Himself. Shout and receive it. I don't know who I am talking to. But it doesn't matter how far you have drifted. Tell the person, it doesn't matter how far you have drifted. Tell the person, it doesn't matter how far you have drifted. (laughs) The Lord shall bring you back. It doesn't matter how far you have drifted. It doesn't matter what men are saying about your life. It doesn't matter how you describe yourself. The enemy came to steal to steal, to steal, to steal, to steal, to steal. But I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The enemy came to steal from you, to steal your joy, to steal your your favor, to steal your glory, to steal your blessings, to steal that which God has for your life, to steal that joy in that marriage. He came to take away that joy. He came to make you bitter against that man so that you can even get up and stab the person. He makes you look so stupid that you feel like, no, nobody loves me I have to take the power in my own hands. Listen, psychologically, emotionally, you are tortured and you are broken. You can't even be yourself again. Your self-ability and nature and strength is gone. You can't even discover who your name is again. But I am here to announce to you, yes, he thought he came to use you, abuse you and dump you. But God said, I wonder which is on the rubbish stamp. I will take it from the rubbish stamp and I will polish it to be a blessing. I prophesy over your life today. Anywhere you find yourself on a rubbish stop, I see God calling you back unto himself. He wants to restore you and he wants to give you another chance. Ah, shall I receive it? It's not he that willes or he that runneth, but it's the Lord that showeth mercy. It's the Lord that showeth mercy. Let me take you through the scriptures in Luke chapter 15 quickly. You have known the story. The Spirit of the Lord has done it on my spirit to share with you. From verse 11, he says, he's talking about the parable of the lost son. You can call him the prodigal son. He said, and he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country. And then wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, if the Bible you have is yours, you can align it. If you are looking into the screen, then pick it into your eyes. (laughs) But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with anger. 
I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Listen, it is not the son that ran. It's the father who ran. And kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, Bring out the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his other son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he had received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat. You never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured all your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. For your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is being found. Am I preaching to somebody here? The prodigal son is not prodigal, but by his example, by his spending, he spent lavishly. He took and spent without learning or without even considering because he never worked for it. He went to his father and said, Father, you are old. You are wasting my time. Just give me what I need to have to go and enjoy. Because after all, you, your time is just going. Amen. And I can see the way you are going. Recently, the way you are coughing and the way you are even walking. I can pre- predict that, Charlie. <laughs> old man, you don't have much life to live. So, the estate in Trasaco, I need it. I need the money. I need the cars. Just give it to me. Let me go and enjoy myself. The father said, oh, take your time. Who saw this thing? I said, I understand you. I know you. Because my senior brother is there. If I don't, don't play it smart, you will you, you, you corner me and give it to my senior brother. So, the guy was persistent. I believe every day, every night, he's on the old man's neck. Troubling the old man for the old man to give his possessions. Eventually, the father has no choice than to give out whatever he has. And this is how he did it. He said, I don't want any struggle. When you die, you are going to share the property. So right now that you are alive, share it in my portion so that I don't have anything to status cause with anybody. And the father went ahead, willingly shared it and gave all his part that is to him to him to go. And Bible said, he took it away gladly and went away. And then spent it on prodigal living. That is, reckless or careless spending. Spending without calculation. Impulse buying. Impulse spending. Like some of you enter everywhere and everything you buy. You see shoe you buy. Pofrot you buy. Ice cream you buy. Everything you buy. You, you can't save even a cobble. You are always buying. 
and you forget that life is not only about rainy days. There are also drought times. In your drought season, you should have an investment to pull something from. In your drought city, you should have some savings somewhere to take something out of it. It's good to dress good. It's good to eat good. But once you are dressing and you are eating, put some susu box somewhere. You are not saying, I you don't like what I'm giving. Hello? Can I preach up? Once you are buying the Brazilian week for 5,000, I know the market. Also find a way to say, look good, but safe. Tell the person, look good, but safe. So the guy took it and was spending. He, he was just enjoying. He thinks, listen, I grew up in an area and that place they are into gold and silver. So I know how to do necklaces. I know how to do earrings. And, 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 and in that place, because money comes into their hands. And those days, around the 80s, there is something that came out. We call it Puepue. And, and Puepue is, those days, gold were coming. So you go and buy the gold and you say, hey, you were making more money. Young guys were having money. You, you don't need to keep money overnight. Once money enters into your hands, you have to spend it. So they can buy very nice cars. They will sleep in that. Their car becomes their bedroom. It becomes their everything. They will live in their father's and great-grandfather's house, which has been broken and is falling apart. You can even go there and you see that the place, the whole place is a madhouse and the madhouse is breaking and falling apart and yeah these guys have money in their pocket and you see them walking about boom 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 and be enjoying with ladies and every time today they are I don't know how to describe it but you see that is how the guy was living he was enjoying he was having time he was there is no disco in in the country where nobody knows him you go to aphrodisia he's there he is charming at aphrodisia nightclub you live there you go to citizens coffee the guy is there he's a charming the guy is everywhere and, and he's celebrating and enjoying himself he's drinking some vodka he's drinking some guinness in fact he can hold a bottle under his armpit and then he'll be walking and everybody will be sharing yeah man so once you praise him he will be giving you money be spraying money on you whilst he was enjoying life his brother was working in the house he was toiling and putting everything together assisting the old man to work then eventually he spent everything now when he finished spending everything Nana he realized he has nothing again to spend on his friends deserted him this message continues after the break from the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277 2520 or +233 249393361 email us com. grab your copies now and experience a change in your life welcome back in life when everything is fine, you have many friends. But don't pray you enter into any challenge. 
Because they will check out of the window without telling you they are going. You will look for them and you will not find them. I'm telling you. There are some friends you have lost. You lost them when you are in critical times. When you want to call somebody your true friend, call your true friend who when you were nothing. That person is with you. Unfortunately, a lot of us, when God begins to bless us, we forget those who were eating the gari in the ghetto with. Now when they meet, you say, my class have changed. You are not my class. But when you fall down, they will be there waiting for you. Ask somebody who is your classmate. There are people today who doesn't want to even tell you where they are coming from. Their village and their village. Because now they are living in East Legon, in Trasaco. Or Manette. They are having some small car and they are driving. When even a word of knowledge comes and said, I see somebody in, in Fantiaqua and Chobodom uh, and he's doing this, he's doing that. And he said, the person is called is you sit and then you hold yourself tight. He said, don't let the prophet single me out because they don't know. I told them I was from Gamashi or I was from this place. So don't let, hey! Society has made him to change your name. They know you as a Kosiata. <laughs> alias Baby Nayoka. Now they mentioned the name by prophet. He said, I'm not the one. And the prophet said, in this area, there is somebody. And then you don't be looking and say, are you the one? Are you the one? Meanwhile, you are the one. Because you have changed your name. He said, now they call you Jessica. Nobody say mercy. <laughs> I, I can see some suspicious faces. <laughs> the guy came to nothing and the guy now started eating pig's meal. Can you imagine it? How many of you have taken care of pigs before? How many of you have taken care of pigs before? How many of you have seen pigs eating before? I have taken care of pigs before. So. But how many of you have seen pigs eating before? You see the way they eat. You, you see their food. They eat and even their nose and everything. Is, you know. If you eat with such people, who else are you now? It means that even if it comes to identity, you don't even have. Learn not to even talk of pride. It means that you are above shame. Shame does not even like you. <laughs> And, and that is the problem. Now, Bible said that when he went through all that, he came to his senses. This morning, I declare over your life, may you turn back. May you have a U-turn. I said, may you have a U-turn. May you have a U-turn. May you have a U-turn. May you come back to your senses. Listen to me. The church is your place of salvation. Your church is a place of your restoration. Don't hide your sin and kill yourself. Don't hide your sin and kill yourself. There are a lot of people who are living in denial. The gentleman, I believe when everything was lost, he was still living like he has everything. So when he meets, he said, Charlie, what is the next job? Who is coming to town? They said, oh, the next person coming to town is R. Kelly. 
He said, oh, I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. So, so what is the time? When are we meeting? Meanwhile, the guy doesn't have kopo. He was sleeping by the street, but he has some borrowed suit, and so he went and let everybody know that Charlie is in town. He said, hey, Charlie, wait me, I, I will come here. Then he goes there like he has something. He said, Charlie, can't you spread some money? He said, oh, my money is coming. You see, you know, I told you the money was in the bank. Uh, I went to the bank. The bank manager, forget about that bank manager. Me, I go show you guys, say me a day. Are you there with me? He is still living in a fool's paradise pretending he is who he is but yet the glory has departed from him. I am here to announce to somebody once upon a time you were who you are but today if things are there and you are eating curry, thank God let them know that Charlie you don't even have salad to eat. It doesn't matter what name they will call you but hear me just walk in who you think you are and don't put pressure on yourself. There is a lot of people who are putting pressure on themselves. You are living beyond who you are. Tell someone, don't live beyond who you are. Oh, tell them, don't live beyond who you are. You see, life is a stage. Once upon a time, I never had a suit. But I was not intimidated that I don't have a suit. I have friends who have suits and they have nice suits. And I thank God for them having the suit. And I can do with the suit that I have, which is my wedding suit. Because that is what I have and I know as a suit. Bigger than me though, but I will grow into it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but when the Lord turned around my captivity, are you getting what I'm saying? Today, I don't only have suit, but I have suit. It becomes a challenge for me to even select what suit I am even wearing. It is a battle for me. In fact, once I am thinking praying, I also have to think what I am to wear. Because it is not about not having it, but I have it more. Sometimes I have to kick some with my leg. Are you understanding me? But once upon a time, I have nothing to even kick. I have nothing because I go into the wardrobe. What is the name of my wardrobe? There is nothing like a wardrobe. Are you following what I'm saying? So if, ah, don't try to be who you are not. I speak into your life. God will bring you abundant blessings, abundant favor abundant glory, abundant increase, your business shall become abundant, your finances will be abundant, your life will be abundant, you will have resources in abundance, you can have more than what you can spend those days, you will give me and I will thank you are you there with me? and it's a blessing, I don't, I don't get intimidated that you, you gave me a holy ghost handshake so when we go to church, before we get to church, we are praying that when we enter into church, the Lord should touch somebody's heart. So after service, when you stop service, get up, let me show you something. So you walk by faith to the brother. Say, brother, today the message was great. Oh, How do you find the message? So you are believing that the Lord will minister to his heart. So whilst you are talking, you see his hand in his pocket. He said, God, let it happen. 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 And then all of a sudden, he puts something out in his pocket. And then you see that he has folded his arms. He said, God, let it be. Let it be. And the word became flesh. And dwell among men. And will be heard his glory. The glory of the Holy Begotten. You are prophesying. He 
goes ahead and shake your hands. When he shake your hands, you hold it like this. You see, you know even how to collect on our brothers. You know, you just fold it and, and then you do like this. Shall God bless you, brother? The Lord is with you, brother. Then, Somebody say mercy. Somebody say mercy. But in all of that, we were okay. We were okay with our life. When I see young guys, when I see young guys trying to be who they are not, jobbing women, when I met my wife, I told her, Charlie, I don't have. And truly, Charlie, I don't have. I was a hala guy. When you enter my room, the heat alone will suck you. There are countless women who never love me. Because they never saw my beauty. When I jumped there, she looked at me and said, Well, me, I love you. Today, when she sees me walking, she says to herself, She, I would have missed something. Oh, me see him, I look at her. So listen to me. The guys here, once I was saying, you know, I didn't have, I have a vision. The prodigal son never had a vision, so he spent everything. But I had a vision. I, I was seeing the unseen. I, I was believing the unbelieving. I was ordering my step and my life according to the will and the purpose of God. I was not lazy. I was hard working. I was effective. I was going on. I was doing things possible. Yet, I was not who I am now, but I believe I will be because I know by hard working, by prayer, by focus, by determination, by reason of purpose, I will get there. And ladies and gentlemen, I am getting there. Are you understand what I'm saying? I declare it to your life today. If you are a gentleman, you have a vision. Don't spend on prodigal living. Don't don't jump out with people and eat more than what you can afford. Don't go to restaurants you cannot afford. Don't go to joints you cannot afford. Just be yourself because whatever you have, you can lose it. Just be wise. 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 The prodigal son came to his senses. Listen, God is calling us back to our senses. It doesn't matter where you are falling. Just accept it that I am falling. I was talking to someone. I said, listen, the reason why a lot of people have challenges in life is that they are living in self-denial. Whenever you live in self-denial, you fall. Listen, you know your weakness is that you cannot stand fair ladies. And yet you come and stand before me and tell me, me when a fair lady passes by, he cannot floor me. I am untouchable. You will be like a foolish cockroach like the red advert. You, you understand the red advert? He said, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. He didn't know that I'm not afraid in red. There is a gun. I am here to announce to you, anything you know can make you fall. Run away from it. It doesn't mean you are weak. It shows you are wise. It is only the wise that runs away from sin. But the foolish will stand. He said, let me watch it until it comes. It is not a movie. If you watch it, you will not have a second chance again to tell your story. You don't have a second chance. So sometimes you allow yourself to be trapped into things you are not supposed to be trapped in. But I challenge you today. The Lord said, come to your senses. In other words, the gentleman sat down and recalculated. When you're using a tom-tom in the States and you are driving for location and you set your journey and you miss your route 
my friend put it this way. He said, whenever you miss a tom-tom root, it's like you have missed the voice of God. Where you miss it, he will bring you back. So you hear him say, recalculate. In the next one kilometer, recalculate. He will say, recalculate until you recalculate and return. Are you there with me? So sometimes sit down and recalculate. Tell the person, recalculate. Tell the person, recalculate. Tell the person, recalculate. You see, you don't need, when God is bringing restoration, you don't abuse the restoration. You don't continue to sin that grace may abound. That is not what I'm telling you. I'm not saying continue sinning. You all the time you are falling, you fall. And then you come again, you fall. He said, Pastor Charlie. <laughs> that is not what I am preaching to you. What I'm saying to you is that, listen, don't let guilt kill you in your situation. Don't let guilt take your joy away. Just confess it and return back to God. And you can be perfectly restored than who you are before. And God will give you the same joy. He will give you the same hope. He will give you the same favor. Because he does not condemn us. The one that condemns us is the devil. So don't live in condemnation. Tell someone and say, don't live in condemnation. Say, don't live in condemnation. When he came to his sense, he said, I will go back to my father. I'm no more eating the pig's food. I am no more going to be in self-pretense. I'm no more going to try to be who I am not. I am no more going to be where I am not supposed to be. I am going back to my father. My father will care about me. He didn't know whether the father was waiting, but from the day the guy left home, the father has not slept. I am here to announce to you from the day you fell, God has not slept. From the day you went, God has not slept. God is still watching over you. He is still hoping you come back. He is still calling you into the car. He's still calling you into prayer. He's still calling your position in the praying closet that is vacant. He's calling you back into that praying closet. Your position in the worship closet is vacant. He's calling you into that worship closet. Your position in the giving closet is vacant. He's calling you into that position. Your position of coming to church and serving the Lord is vacant. He's calling you into that position. It doesn't matter what you have gone through. Don't let it take you away from the presence of God. I beg you in the name of the Lord that come back to Jesus and let your first love come back again. It does not matter what you have faced. It does not matter what has happened to you. If only you come back to the Lord, men shall condemn you, but the Lord has not condemned you. Men shall look down upon you, but the Lord says, I love you so much that I can let you go. It doesn't matter what is happening to you. The prodigal son was in a far distance, but the father ran to him and embraced him. He kissed him and said, I love you. I am giving you the best of clothes. A cloth means a new identity. The Lord is giving you a new identity. I said the Lord is giving you a new identity. I said the Lord is giving you a new identity. I said the Lord is giving you a new identity. He put a ring on his finger. And that is the symbol of royalty. And it is a symbol of acceptance. I declare to you the Lord is giving royalty. The Lord is giving you acceptance. The Lord is giving you royalty. The Lord is giving you acceptance. Bible said and he kissed him. It is a symbol of love and attraction. May you receive love from today. 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 Anywhere you are not loved, may God cause you to be loved. Anywhere you are abused, may God send you love. The more they abuse you, may God cause you love. I pray love into your heart. 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 They try to steal away your joy, but I declare your joy shall be restored. They cause you to become painful, but you will never be 
Peter by what you go through may you receive the joy of the Lord Bible said the joy of the Lord is my strength may the Lord surround you with favor as with a shoulder Bible said the more they afflicted the Lord multiplied them to grow I command you to grow in your affliction every area where you find pain ah may the Lord restore you maybe you made a decision and that decision you are finding the consequences you cannot forgive yourself of that decision the Lord said forgive yourself of the decision yes you fell in that decision but he can restore you again he can restore you again and show you love you cannot go back to correct it but he can correct it for you don't live in that pain 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 forgive yourself because he is calling you back unto himself The prodigal son made that decision and he regretted it. He can't go back to fix what he did. But there was another opportunity for him to make amends of what he has lost. I am here to announce to somebody. Maybe for you have been a Christian, you are working, you are serving the Lord, but you are bound in your mind. You are troubled somewhere. So the joy and the peace of God is not flowing. Yet you are praising God. But the devil has held some part of your heart and some part of your life because of a decision maybe you took and you are seeing the consequences today and you say to yourself if I had opportunity to be born again or to go back I would have corrected it and every day you live with that guilt every day you are living with that pain and the devil come teasing you he is accusing you and every time any time you are praying and you are lifting your hands all of a sudden the thought will drop and your joy will diminish you come to church every day because you have to come you put on your makeup you look nice but hear me you are bleeding inside and you are dying inside because the thing is that the joy of the Lord is no more because of what you have done and what decision you took it is not that you decided to do but around that time your level of knowledge and understanding was little so you couldn't appreciate and understand what you were doing then and so now you are living in that guilt and that pain I am here to let you the Lord said that listen he said forget the old things forget the former things for I do a new thing listen it doesn't matter there is a chance and opportunity God always goes into our past things from our past break into our present and sends us into our future I see the Lord restoring you from whatever height you are falling any decision that the devil is making you think you made an error I prophesy over your life the Lord said me to declare to you like the prodigal son should have a new robe, should have a new rig, should have a new position in that house. You will not be a servant. He went to think to be a servant, but the father said, You are not a servant, your position is forever waiting for you. It doesn't matter how you lost it, you are still my son, you are still my child. I will not let you be a servant. You will not eat the servant's food, but you eat the right food. I prophesy over your life. The Lord said, Come back. I need you back again. 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 Don't let that decision consume you. I need you back. I see the Lord moving into the dimensions of praying and deliverance. Anything that has held people have to let them go. Listen, any emotional enslavement you are carrying this morning, just lift up your hands and let it go. Lift up your hands. Anything you have not be able to share with anybody, the Lord said he knows it. 
He knows it. He, he knows what you are troubling and, and fighting in your closet with. He knows it. But he said, don't think that he can't do anything about it. He said, let it go. You can take care of it. You don't like it. He said he can fix it. Don't live in that guilt. He can fix it. It doesn't matter how many men has condemned you. Father Lord, I thank you for your children. Every burden, burden of marriage, burden of relationship, burden of guilt, guiltedness, whatever they have gone through. I thank you for taking away the burden. Rolling away the burden. Giving them joy. Peace forevermore. Soundness in every area of their life. I thank you, Father, for all that you have done. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. You are free. Congratulations. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Egon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yawatempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.